We've all been there. You have an unexpected medical expense. Or you get into a fender bender. But you don't have the money to pay for it immediately. Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that could help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, finally get your car repaired, or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. To download the Dave app, go to dave.com today. That's D-A-V-E dot com. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome to episode eight of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P and... The other Mr. P. Well, here we are, guys. It is the end of the academic year. Uh, we do have to apologise that it has been a while since we've got this episode to you. Um, we've just had different things happening. It's been a bit of a manic end to the year. But this will be the last episode of the first season. First season. Yeah. I don't really think we um, thought how, just how well the England team were going to do. <laughs> caused, you know, and I know I saw something on Twitter saying that my bank account wasn't ready for England reaching the semis, <laughs> and I kind of feel like that. I don't think my my uh, my body, my liver especially, was ready for it. Uh, but what a summer! What yeah, a it's summer been a, it it's been a cracking few weeks. Uh, we did have it planned that we would do a couple more episodes, but as I said, a few things. I've been working away quite a lot, um, and then we'd organise a day, and then something else would happen. It's just been. Yeah, it's just been one of those things. But obviously with uh, with the World Cup and obviously Love Island as well, um, yeah, it's been an eventful summer. So we're bringing this episode, last episode of the series. Um, we just want to say a massive, massive thank you for all the support so far. Uh, I know people have been sending me tweets and, and, and commenting on different things, asking when the next episode is going to be recorded. So uh, this is it. And we will be taking a break over summer. And then the chances are we'll be back in September with the second series where it's likely to probably be once every two weeks, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we really do appreciate all the support. We've, we're about 15,000 listeners in after eight episodes, which isn't isn't too shabby, I don't think. Um, and of course, having you guys share stories and things like that has been amazing. So please do keep sharing stories. And those stories can be anything uh, from when you were at school or your job now if you're working at a school. Uh, just anything that from the podcast that might remind you of something, go to the website to Mr. PS Podcast. So the number two, Mr. MRPSpodcast.com. You can share it there. And what we're also thinking of doing is introducing a couple of features to each episode. Uh, so we are going to tell a couple of stories, but we also think we might add a couple of features. So any ideas or uh, feedback, anything like that to the feature. We're going to try a couple tonight, see how we go. How's the end of the year been, Adam? It's been good. Obviously, weather has been, you know, the best I think I've ever ever experienced in my short reign on this earth. Rain? Are we having that? Yeah, go on, you can have that. Um, 
Yeah, so the summer's been great. Uh, Sats went really well. Uh, and then Results had, all right. Results were brilliant, yeah. Bought a great year 16 at the school I work at. And also okay. uh, we had the uh, the summer fair mm-hmm. where uh, where I was nominated for Soak the Teacher this year. Oh, nice. Um, which I thought, well, I don't mind. It was a boiling hot day, so I thought I'm in for a decent job here. I think it looked quite bad when... My stall was absolutely hectic. It was like <laughs> they were giving out they were giving out build a bear vouchers. <laughs> it was packed and and the worst bit was when a child missed, the parent was going, What? Because they'd paid 50p for three sponges. They were going, What are you doing? Nail them in the face. <laughs> but then every time the sponge went on the floor, it gathered obviously tiny stones, soil. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Done that before. yeah. And then the teacher I was working with, bless her, lovely girl. Just was kind of just giving him straight back. And then they, I was just getting absolutely pounded in the face. But one time, one hit me so plumb on the nose. And the kid who got me is actually in my football team. And he celebrated that more than a winning penalty earlier in the year. <laughs> I thought, wait a second there. We, we need to swap the passion around it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've done that before. We do like this, um, this enterprise day each year. Uh, where year five, they all put on a stall and it's a big, you know, this idea of, you know, they're creating their own business and stuff. And one year they asked me to do that. But like you say, the sponge would go on the floor and the kids are just picking it up, but it's on the playground, gravel and everything. Yeah, horrid. I remember what bit of gravel getting in my eye and I was like, I can't can't tell you. Terrible, isn't it? Yeah. And then you look like, oh yeah, he's not, no fun. It's like, wait a minute, I'm losing my sight here. (laughs) Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, you can't take, no, it's not about being wet. It's about being blind. Um, I'll tell you the best thing about this year's Enterprise Day, though. Uh, completely unique. We never had this before. It was the, the most successful one we've had. It raised loads of money for charity, which was brilliant. But the most popular stall was a year five girl who decided to be a fortune teller. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah. Uh, Madame Mysterious, she was called. Great name. Great name. I thought she was a WWE wrestler to begin with, but yeah. And it was just amazing. It was uh, a bargain, by the way. It was 40p for one go, 80p for two goes. Now, that's just... <laughs> that's a business that's model. great math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a business model. That's going to work. But her queue went on for ages. And the best thing about it is she was just brutal. <laughs> like, absolutely brutal. Kids were coming out crying, scarred, because <laughs> she was just grabbing a hand going, ooh, looks like you might die in a car crash next week. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Telling teachers they were going to die all alone in a retirement home. Just stuff, just absolutely brutal. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she raised loads of money. And, uh, yeah, happy days. But it, it didn't half make me laugh just um, just how, how yeah, how brutal she was. Just, just no, not, nothing about being – a couple of positives came out. So it was, um, you know, a couple of teachers who were already – uh, parents now looking forward to expecting number three children on top of the other three that they've got. So she was being positive. Just, I don't think she got the right people for it. So one child came out just absolutely distraught, thinking that um, she was going to pass away before the summer holidays. So. <laughs> but yeah, all for a good cause. I'd have I'd have been tempted to to go for two goes because it was such a bargain. <laughs> yeah, I'd have, I'd have gone for the one go. Maybe got told that you know. I was going to eat myself to death with KFC, but then next time maybe I'd have had, you know, triplets like uh, like my old brother over here. <laughs> yeah. What else has happened? Or guess who I saw in a pub in sale the other week? 
So I was on a stag day, I was on the Manchester stag day, we'd already been away and um, walked in and he was at the bar. Good old Mr. Tyrrell. Tyrrell! Yeah, there he was, getting a nice little pint of bitter for himself. Of course he was. He was a, he was a John life. Smith's man. Yeah. Till yeah, the cows, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't quite get to chat to him. I was absolutely gutted, but um, yeah. There's the nice picture. There's the picture. Yeah, that, nice to see that he's doing, he's doing well. Yeah, plenty of Tyrrell love. I think hopefully if the second series goes well, there will be Tyrrell t-shirts on sale. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a lot of love for Tyrrell. Um, so what else? What else have been up to? Um, so yeah, enjoy the World Cup. World Cup was immense. Well, it was just it was just it's just always a great thing in the summer, isn't it? Because the the school, I mean, especially when England went went the whole way. I mean, we usually walk into assembly to you know. You little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. But this time, it's coming. Every time, <laughs> yeah. I was just banging it on. Put three lines on. Get it on. <laughs> so uh, this summer, there was just plenty of uh, morale. Everything was just amazing. And Until we got knocked out. <clears throat> well, until we got knocked out. Yeah, I mean, I had, I had staff kind of, they told me recently, so it was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? But they told me recently that they, they purposely walked the opposite way when they saw me on that Thursday after the Croatia game and... It was tough. It was it was tough it was to bounce back from. But I, think... um, I like to focus on the positives. I like to focus on the the few weeks of amazing weather. But it was weird though, wasn't it? As soon as we went out, it started raining. Yeah. It was like couldn't have gone more hand in hand if they yeah. tried. But um, uh, no, great times. Great. I was seas. I was in school the day after Croatia, and I still I was just I don't know. I just felt like we obviously out outdone all, you know really outperformed. Uh, ourselves, we did really, really well. But I just thought that game was there for the taking, and I don't think we're ever going to get a better, an easier chance to take a game to get us to the final. Yeah, so but your 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 glass half empty. But at the end of the day, there was one upsetting bit. I was I was talking to uh, <coughs> Sue, who I've mentioned before, um, huge fan of the podcast. We love Sue. Thanks, Sue. And Sue she knew how gutted I was and I said to her you know I just I just want to get through the day I'm going to try and be as 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 you know happy as possible and I was actually teaching year five in the morning so I thought I was in year six and I walked out with Sue to go and get the five and six classes and you know all the parents have been looking at me and there's quite a lot of own clothes days so I was always in my England top so all the parents all the kids knew that I was just like basically number one fan big 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 fan so I walked out for this year five class and there was this uh, Polish lad and he was at the front of the uh, he was at the front of the line and he just went. As soon as I saw him, I thought, oh God, he's, he's gonna say something here. And he went and he looked at me and I thought, just just say good morning. <laughs> you know, hopefully he went to bed early. No, no more, no less. It did go to extra time, a bit late. <laughs> he went, ha ha! <laughs> you look like you're crying on the inside. And I was just stood there absolutely crying on the inside. How can you teach the roomie? And then people were just going, you're well gutted, you're well gutted. And I just stood there just going like, morning, morning, yeah. morning. Trying to stay ultra professional. I nearly, you know, got to keep our composure. Yeah. I was nearly gone. But well, um, I, I was in reception that, so I was in school the next day and I was in reception. And I wasn't in the best moods as well. And uh, one of the children started singing It's Coming Home and I, I sort of joked saying, you know, it's a bit too soon. 
Bit too soon to be singing that. <laughs> I can just imagine you, just like a little four-year-old, five-year-old kid, like, it's gone. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit too soon. No, I was saying it's nice, but, it, but he then took that as a as a way of getting at me. So no matter where I went, whatever I did, wherever, wherever I was that morning, you just see him pop round going, it's coming home. And I was like... <sighs> I love that you, you know, you you said at the start of the app that we've had 15,000 listens and you've basically told 15,000 people that you get bullied by reception (laughs) children. (laughs) It's coming home, Mr. P, you idiot. And I was like, oh, it's not. But then then I was using it. So uh, later on in the day, uh, I I think it was like year four or something, and something had happened in in the playground, you know. Something to do with football, I I can't remember now, but one of the children had got upset and I said, listen, England have just been knocked out of the semi-final of a World Cup. If you want to get upset about that, you can do. There's more important things. (laughs) There's more important things. You're not even even getting upset about something that's meaningful. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, so, uh, end of year, any good good gifts? Any good end of year presents? Oh, well, yeah, I mean... (sighs) I've got to say, I, I you know, for someone who kind of does covering and things like that, I do always do quite well for gifts. And I got some nice classic chocolates and things like that, even though I'm type 1 diabetic, you know, kind of, <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it and donate yeah. it to my wife. Um, but I did get, one one funny one was uh, this lad who, who's in all my, all my sports teams comes in and he goes, Mr. P, I got you these and they were four massive bottles of lager, right, that he had in a plastic bag. So then at the Leavers show, his mum comes up to me and we'll call him, uh, we'll call him Robbie. And uh, his mum comes up to me and goes, uh, did, uh, did Robbie give you them uh, beers? I said, yeah, yeah. I said, thanks so much. I really do appreciate it. She said, yeah, no, it's fine. She just went, you know, we know that Robbie is not always the most sensible. So when, we, when I sent him off to school and then realised that I sent him with four massive bottles of lager, I was, I was a tad concerned <laughs> that he might just stop off and have a little tipple. I thought, no, no, he gave me three balls. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, no, but I mean, you do stumbled. You do really, uh, you do really appreciate. It. I know when he gave him me, and he was just like, here he goes, here he goes. I was just like, hey, what's up, pal? <laughs> but um, uh, no, I mean, so, some great, some great presents, and and I got once I got. What's the best present you've ever had? Then <clears throat> best present I've ever had. Yeah, it's difficult to sort of say because you get you get the heart heartfelt presents and then you get the ones like you know someone got me like a seventy CL of gin, oh, which nice. you don't expect, do you? You're, no. you're like, well, I was like, oh, you know, appreciate that. Uh, but best best present I've ever had probably you know like a frame with loads of of, of like meaningful things about the year in. Yeah, I got like one of them in there. They're, they're always special. It's always, it's just always nice to to end the year, and it's always sad to say goodbye to the sixes. But uh, yeah, what's the worst, most random one you've had, or like the funniest, most random one? The funniest, most random one. Um, Why ever think? I'll tell, tell you my best one. So the year I got married, the class that I had, they all clubbed together and uh, basically got us loads of dollars for our honeymoon. That was the best one. That's quality. Yeah. Well, I, I once got given someone's little brother's United top. And I was going, and I looked at it, and it was it was honestly like young, what does he call it? Like youth. Youth S. Yeah. Tiny. Didn't yeah. didn't cover one of my one of my nips. <laughs> so I was looking at it and they went, I just know you love United, sir. I said, I went, does you 
brother, now I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously at the end of the day, I went to the parent. And I said, yeah, you know, he, he, this, he brought this in. Um, but I love that. And then I, I got a, I got a tie and cufflinks once, oh, yeah. but it was like a, a Union Jack tie. <laughs> And Union Jack cufflinks. And I was just like, I was like, oh, thanks so much. And they were like, put them on. <laughs> I went, ah, it's not, uh, you know, it was own clothes day at the time. I had a t shirt on. I'm not put, I can't really put yeah, cufflinks on. Luckily, yeah, thank God. Well, I decided to uh, post on Instagram. I put on Instagram and Facebook um, just asking other teachers for the most random. Uh, and so, so gift you've ever been given at the end of the year, and some of them are uh, amazing. I mean, there's so many, but um, one person got a bathroom tile with a picture of a dancing lady on, uh, a single Aston Villa duvet set for another. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't receive this personally, but I know someone got JLS condoms. Oh, my God. I remember <laughs> when they released them. I remember when they released them. Um, uh, what, I mean, what would you say to that? A set of curtains... My partner teacher got a bikini and also some tin tuna. <laughs> Used hair straighteners. Medicated acne cream. <laughs> a clay model of a pupil's hand. That's, that, I think that's like a, a, a nice thing though, isn't it? Breast milk soaps. Not so nice. <laughs> Not so good. Was it for a male? <laughs> a set of pearl coat hangers. An old cereal bowl. These are brilliant. Um, it's the thought that counts, though, isn't it? It's like yeah. some kids. No, well, you, like, can t- you can tell a packet of crust- custard creams. You can tell that some children, like obviously, uh, some children want to give you a present, but for whatever reason, if the yeah. mum dad, that, you know, so um, a fake watch that didn't work. Um, <laughs> some of them though are just so funny. I used lipstick, a loaf of homemade bread, only made more random because they left the bread machine paddle in the bottom. So obviously they were unable to use the bread maker for six weeks. <laughs> um, elastic bands, a bacon butty wrapped in wrapped up in foil to keep warm. Now, to be fair, what a yeah, present! You take that. You take what that. a present! One year was a multi-tool. The following year, from a different lady, a travel set of Allen keys. I don't know what to do with DIY. An <laughs> ashtray from Thailand. I don't smoke. And a pair of earrings. I don't have my ears pierced. <laughs> <laughs> A large green button, a shower curtain, a packet of sausages, a ready meal, and a tub of chicken bites. <laughs> That's just a weird kind of, you know, because you know that you know that loads of people meal go deal. to, you know that people go to like, because you always see them in like home bargains, B&M bargains, like thank you teacher and there's a morgue or something. Yeah. That just sounds like someone's gone to Iceland and gone, <laughs> do you know what my teacher will love? Some frozen meals. <laughs> Six fresh eggs from the child's own chickens. There was one that said she actually got given a chicken, so a live chicken for end of year gift, an actual chicken. That is a a scary thought. A bath bomb, which was actually called a sex bomb in massive lettering on the the label. Headwig made out of wet toilet roll. Um, Oh, there's too many to go through here. When I taught in Manchester... One lad tried to give me a car radio, clearly stolen, still had wires hanging out the back of it, no box, scratch marks down the side. I said, I couldn't accept it. Why, miss? I got it for you. I said, I think it's stolen. He shrugged but didn't seem to see the problem, had to politely decline. Same year, I was given a half-used lipstick by another student. An avocado. 
no joke. But the funniest one that I like I've actually actually experienced was a lad that I used to work with um was given a full length mirror. Like a bathroom mirror. No no but it was like a like wardrobe a, mirror. No, it was like an orn it was like, you know, I had a really nice frame around it. Like an antique type. Oh, like a like a, a proper like mirror. living room mirror. <laughs> yeah. What do you say to that? Are you trying to tell me I need to look at myself in the morning? Exactly. Like, do I have something around my mouth on the regs? Yeah. Yeah. So, have you had uh, an end of year do, Adam? Yes, it was a it was a, it was a quiet one. Um, we we uh, went out straight from when we finished and uh, just had, like rented a little area. It was brilliant, actually. Um, but not gonna lie, it, it was a mixed night for the old confidence because <laughs> I was challenged with coming up with a quiz uh, where I I did different rounds and then I did a um, I did a a picture round where I edited a quarter of someone's face and then made a new face, obviously, with four quarters. Yeah. Sick maths. <laughs> um, so I did that, and, I, and we went out for two birthdays as well, so I put their faces in. Yeah. So, but before that, I got speaking to um, a girl from work, and she said, she just, she got on talking about the fact that she'd brought hair straighteners to school. And I said, I used to straighten my hair, you know. And she went, no way, I couldn't imagine because I've got my hair quite short now. And she's like, I, I couldn't even imagine that. I said, oh, it's weird. I said, it actually came up on my time hop today. So I went on my phone, got the picture up, and I said, look. So I've shown it to this lady, and she looked at it, and straight away she went, oh, my God, do you know who you look like there? <laughs> you know, so I'm, 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 I'm sitting back thinking... Here, Here we go. go. Yeah. Who, who's she gonna who's she gonna say it? Which Hollywood A-list? Yeah, exactly. Zach Efron, you know, an old <laughs> maybe an older Brad Pitt. Who knows? And I went, who? Go on, who? And she went, Chris Tarrant. I went, Chris Tarrant? She went, Oh, you know, not not like who wants to be a millionaire, Chris Tarrant. Like, Tiz was Chris Tarrant. So I went, but and I sat back and I was just like, what a battering to the yeah. confidence. So all night I kept saying, do you want this drink? And she kept yeah. going, yeah. And I kept going, I'm not going to give you that. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give you that. So then anyway, started doing this quiz and uh, going through the answers of, um, going through the answers of the picture round. Yeah. And uh, I didn't put myself into the quiz and I didn't even think about it. But we got to the top left of one of the... Um, we got <laughs> just a sec, just a sec. I've just pulled up a picture of Chris Tarrant in Tiz <laughs> I'm not having it, mate. Tarrant. <laughs> no, I'm having that. Right, head over to my Instagram, at ICT underscore Mr P, and I'm going to post this picture of uh, the other Mr P in his younger days with his hair straightened hair, and then uh, a fresh-faced Chris Tarrant from Tiz Was. The resemblance... Is quite striking. Quite it's, striking. It's Sorry, not. go on. So yeah. So anyway, we're doing this picture quiz, and uh, everyone's going through the answers. So they're going. I'm going right, and top left is, and they're going David Beckham, and I'm going, and top right is, and they're going Adele. Anyway, we get to the third picture, and I said, and top left is, and they all, all these women from work, when you, I stood there. Looking around, and I went, "No, I said, 
It's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> so I looked straight over to the woman and I went, you can shove Chris Tarrant. I'm back. I'm back. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I mean, I look nothing like oh. Ryan. I look definitely more like Tarrant now than Ryan Gosling ever. But um, uh, but I'll take, take anything I can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it. Oh, good. What was I going to say? You've uh, you've just come back. You've just come back from residential, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. We go to uh, yeah. We take our year six to Robin Wood at the end of the year. Do you do residential? Yeah, our uh, our year six do Robin Wood as well. Which um, one do you go to? I, I can't remember. Do you what, go on which, it? Which of the, no, I don't go on it now. Well, there's one at a castle. Yeah, it's not the castle one. Do, and then the one that we went to is brand new, and it's in Wrexham. No, it's not the brand new one. So is it the one in... The, yeah, the old school, yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing the other one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not 100% sure, to be fair, but I know it's not the castle or the new one. So well, I'm guessing it's the other one. Yeah, so I've been on a couple. Like we In year five, in our school, in year five, we do uh, a trip up to Grasmere. Um, and that that's just sort of like, it's all organised by the staff. So that it's pretty tiring in that you, you, you're looking after them as soon as you take, like all night. And I've been on those trips where it's night and the kids are up all night. Um, but what makes Robin Wood amazing, and anyone who's ever been, you'll know this, is that for staff, for teachers, you can just you just hand them over to the leaders, and the leaders pretty much just do everything. It's amazing. Uh, there's a teachers' lounge, which um, is just fridge full of drinks, and then at night you can have a have a beer or whatever. It's funny though because um, the fridge that has all the alcohol in had a sign on it saying. This will be locked during the day, <laughs> which I looked at and I thought, there's definitely a story yeah, behind that, isn't there? Like, there's clearly story. a school who came and the teachers just sat in that, that teacher's lounge just drinking all day. Um, so, yeah, so we went and, and usually we go at the end of the year, but this is the first year we've gone where we actually come back on the last day of term. So we went on the Wednesday, came back on the Friday, and that's when the children finished. Right. Um, but yeah, right, I went on it last year. Just because um, I think the head teacher wanted, wanted another uh, one of the male staff to go, and I was just like taking pictures and uh, posting it on our Facebook page and live streaming some of the children, and the parents just absolutely loved it. So they were sort of requesting that I went this year, and it's just funny because I don't even need to be there. You know, it's not that hard to take a picture and put it on Facebook, but it somehow gets me a free trip, so I'm, I'm not complaining. So we went this year. And it was brilliant. And the year group that we've taken are, are absolutely fantastic. So I'm given a group. And uh, in my group is uh, a lad who, bless him, is just such a nice lad, but has a lot of different sort of... Um, needs. Yeah, different different learning, learning needs. So, um, you know, he's very, very excitable. He's very sort of hands-on, has no... Uh, just blatantly honest... We'll just tell you, like, it's, it's quite, it's funny, some of the things he says, but has no understanding of how that honesty can sometimes upset people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm guessing but, he's good friends with Mystic Meg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Madame discussion. Mystique. Yeah, Madame Mystique. Yeah. So, first activity, canoeing, right? So, off we go over to canoeing, put me little wet shoes on or whatever they're called, and got me phone... In my little waterproof pouch, thinking, right, I'll get some nice shots of the kids on the canoes, put it on Facebook, blah, blah. Now, I'm, because the lad who, who I've just mentioned there, for him to come on the trip, his dad had to come with him because, um, you know, he's Extra sort of, support. Yeah, yeah. And his dad knows him inside out. And to be fair, his dad uh, was, was absolutely sound, like patience of a saint. So 
straight away he's on to me. You get in our canoe, you get in our canoe, Mr. P. I'm like, right, okay, I'll get in your canoe. So his dad's at the front, the lad's in the middle, and I'm at the back. And within seconds of us <laughs> getting out from the jetty, um, sort of we've been the, the leader had taught us how to hold the oar and and all that sort and, and the lad's struggling a little bit. So I sort of said to him, I'll tell you what, try and put the oar in the other side of the canoe. And that might be easier for you to paddle. So as he's sort of taking it over to the other side, he pretty much stands up and sort you know rocks the boat. Rocks the boat. <laughs> just basically capsizes us. Capsizes. So off we go into the water. Um and under we go. But we've got helmets on, we've got like, you know, life jackets on. Um but in the panic, this lad has just just lost he's just gone into panic mode. And he's just instantly latched onto me. Now, he's not small, so he's quite big, but he's like hands everywhere. He's in a massive panic. And he's basically shoving me under the water. <laughs> so I'm like trying to come up for air going, just just calm down. You've got a light vest. His dad, gone. He's just he's just off. He's, he's just, just felt start there. He's just, yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to sort of, and the, the lake's two metres deep, so I can't, we're right in the middle of it. Can't touch the bottom. But he's like climbing all over me, so I'm spluttering. This water was so filthy. It was disgusting. And I'm just, I'm, but I'm obviously panicking, thinking my me, me phone's in my pocket here. My phone's in my pocket. So I reach into my pocket. My phone's there. I'm like, happy days. I'm like, right, so. That's classic IC2, Mr P, that. What's like? I'm in the water, I'm drowning. The kid's in the water, he's drowning. <laughs> oh, God, my phone! <laughs> no, what are we going to do about my phone? No, I just was making sure it was there, and then it was and then it was, it was, was okay. So once I knew my phone was safe, I'm sort of trying to calm the lad down. So one arm goes around him, and that's when I embrace my inner David Hasselhoff. And I knew there was only one way. So on my back, I've got him under my arm, and my other arm is paddling us, or sort of swimming us to the side. And uh, I was quite proud of myself because I remembered back to the days when I was in primary school and I had to do that badge, that water safety badge. You know, Pajamas, Brit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which always threw me because I thought there's going to be, there's probably never going to be an, a, a time in my life where I would need to get into water in my pajamas. Do you know what I mean? Like you're 10 years old, bring your pajamas to the swimming baths, you're going to jump in in your pajamas. I've never had to swim in my pajamas. I don't think I'd ever need to swim. To be honest, I don't even wear pajamas, but that's beside the point. I know, I've, I found it awkward when they were like, right, come to the swimming baths with the thing that you wear for sleep. I just jumped in starkers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and get that brick, completely nude swimming instructor. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I'm getting, eventually we get to the point where I can, I can uh, and it, took, it was still sort of going... You know, he was still sort of panicked by it all, but I managed to get into the side where I could stand up. And then as soon as I stood up, I've reached in my, my pocket and it's gone. My phone. You were probably too busy trying to get the Baywatch theme on YouTube <laughs> that it fell in the sea while you were swimming. <laughs> uh, so straight away I'm thinking, oh no, because it's, it's iPhone X. Now I'm not going to talk about how expensive it is, but let's just say it's an expensive phone. And there it is at the bottom of the book. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm not going to talk about how expensive it is, but listen, everyone is listening. It's one, it's one expensive phone. <laughs> well, it is. But um, my head teacher's there, by the way, in hysterics at the whole situation. But 
when I say to him, I've lost my phone, that just kills him then. He's just, he's just, he can't he's handle it. He's absolutely gone. Especially because it's, so he's winding me up about it all. Um, and the thing is, the lad then can't comprehend the fact that I'm a little bit gutted about the fact my phone's at the bottom of the lake. So straight away, he's coming over to me going, Mr. P, have you lost your phone? I'm going, yeah. He goes, bet you feel sad about losing your phone, don't you? Uh, really, you shouldn't have even had your phone on you, should you? You shouldn't really be in a canoe with your phone. And I'm going, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep my cool as best I can, but inside I'm raging like, yes, but... I wish I, I wish I could I wish I could have teleported that year five. You're crying on the inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, really kick the boot in. And listen, I was in a stare, I was in bits. So my head teacher was like, I'll tell you what, I've got some goggles in my car. Quite randomly. So he goes and get these goggles. So I'm then trying to look through what is can only be described as the dirtiest water you've ever seen. You couldn't see, even if I put my hand straight in front, you couldn't see anything. It was that dirty, it was horrible. But then the Robin Wood staff wouldn't let me take my life vest off for, for health and safety reasons. So I couldn't even reach the bottom anyway. Uh, it was just, an, and, and I came away and I was just... Plus you'd already had six beers. Didn't help the situation. <laughs> no, no. But I was just, uh, I came away and I was just, uh, I was in bits. I was just thinking, how, what am I going to, because I don't even, I, I wasn't sure whether I had insurance. I just didn't, didn't know what I was going to do. And the whole reason for me being on that trip was take you know streaming on Facebook doing and then all the parents before we went were like make sure you keep us updated with everything and I was, that's the whole reason I'm here and <laughs> yeah. then within the first session my phone's at the bottom of the lake so the only thing that the only saving grace was I thought this would make a good story on the podcast <laughs> that was the only silver thing lining that, <laughs> the silver podcast, lining, silver lining. Like, there's my story for episode eight um, but then we went on to the next activity with the lad still in my ear going, you've still lost your phone, haven't you, Mr. P? Like, before, yeah. before you get on to the conclusion, I have to say, I got a text from, obviously, your, your wife saying, because mm. uh, I'd messaged Lee, and it was very strange that he didn't get back to me because I know he's, uh, he's usually on his, on his mob air. So I get a text from uh, Lee's wife saying, uh, Lee's lost his phone in a, on his residential. So I'm sat there, I thought. <laughs> and I said, how? And she said, canoeing. Honestly, it got me over the England disappointment in the World Cup. It was the only thing that made me smile. I thought, yes! <laughs> but well, carry on. That was all, all, all the other staff were doing. They were like, uh, just, oh, just winding me up. So the next activity we were on was like a go ape type thing. And again, I'm, I'm just, all the kids are just at me. What are you going to do about your phone? What are you going to do about it? I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. We'll sort out. And um, to be fair, the, the the sort of Robin Wood manager on site, who, he came over and to be fair, he looked more gutted than I was. He was like, I'm really sorry to hear what's happening. Like, it, <laughs> he was obviously trying to be really nice, but he was going a bit over the top. He was like, really sorry that you felt I lost your phone. Uh, we're going to try and do absolutely everything we can. I'm like, it's a phone, it's all, you know. In, even it's a inside. phone, but it's an iPhone X. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to talk about the price, okay? <laughs> um, so uh, he went, what we're going to do is one of the lads who helped make the lake, he knows it inside out, he'll go and have a look in a bit. And I just I, I just accepted defeat with it. I was just thinking, no chance, I'll have to order a new one or claim on the insurance or whatever. So uh, we're up halfway through and then all you heard was, Mr. P! And it was uh, it was my head teacher, and he had it he had it in my hand. So this guy's gone in, uh, looked around for absolutely ages, couldn't find it, and thought, "No, nah, we're not going to be able to find it." It's like kneeling a haystack. You should rang it. 
We tried. We tried everything. We tried everything. Listen, I was underneath this water. It was. Be, I was ringing it. I was. Oh, just couldn't. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, oh, I was actually joking. I didn't. No, we actually it. did. <laughs> we tried everything. I, I, that was one of the one of the kids was like, "Have you not got to find me iPhone?" I was like, "Yes," but he's going to tell me <laughs> that it's in the middle it's of at the, the lake. Bottom of the bike. <laughs> um, and 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 anyway, as he was walking out to come back out, he stood on something smooth, and he was like, "Oh, what's that?" And it was my phone. Of course, so. it was smooth. iPhone X. <laughs> yeah. So I was, don't uh, get me started on the bloody uh, prize. Because I think the worst thing about it would have been is if I didn't have if I didn't get it back and the guy's an absolute ledge. But it would have been the other three days of having that lad come up to me every five minutes saying, "You've lost your phone, haven't you, Mister P?" Yes, I've lost my phone. I bet you feel very sad about losing your phone. You shouldn't really had your phone with you, should you? Just that on repeat over and over would have killed me. Would have killed me, but yeah, I got it back, so it was all good. It's happy days. A happy ending. A happy ending. So, features then. You may remember that a few episodes ago, we did a little feature. I don't know if we named it. I can't remember. But basically, we were talking about things from when we were at school that now, if you, if you mentioned it to your pupils, would they wouldn't have an absolute... They wouldn't have a clue. They wouldn't have a clue. So the way this is going to work is we are going to think of three things that uh, we did, we had, we watched, whatever it might be from when we were in school, that if you were to mention to children today, they wouldn't have an absolute Scooby-Doo what, what, what it's on. Then what we're going to do is we're going to put a poll on the Facebook page and you guys are going to decide who wins the, the sort of game. We need a name for it. So if anyone's got a good name for it, I don't know. Flashback throwback flashback throwback something like that and then we'll put it on the the facebook page you guys can vote who you think had the best uh most nostalgic sort of items and then we'll do something else next week i'm not sure whether we want to do it themed now what i mean by that is we do a different theme like one week we can do you know films one week we can do tv shows but i did post on my instagram before um a post that had kids walk around dabbing this was my generation's version of dabbing, and it was the good old D-Generation X. So I'm thinking, obviously, we've had dabbing, we've had the floss dance, so maybe we do nostalgic crazies from our childhood that when you mention it now, just one It's gone. It's gone, right? Round one. Adam, do you want to bring your first craze to the table? I'm going to go for old school crazy pencil cases because i know you know you know you see that fluffy ones and all that kind of stuff now but i'm talking if you remember the old ones they were like they were like big like pepsi max cans <laughs> and you used to unzip the top yeah. and just pile all your stuff yeah, in. yeah yeah and they were absolute dream stuff so soft yeah yeah yet you used to stand up sturdy as you like yeah great pencil cases the, uh, great what's the one now like now my kids are just obsessed with Oh, it's a shop in the Trafford Centre. Uh, we, 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 oh, I can't remember now. Squiggles. Squiggles. But some of the stuff they come back from that school shop hasn't got anything on those Pepsi Max. No, bring cases. them back. <laughs> bring them back. Right, so I see your Pepsi Max pencil cases and I'll raise you yo-yos. Oh. Now, do you remember that time? I can't remember how old you were, but yo-yos just became... They became massive, yeah. Oh, they were huge. And it was those ones that you could flick down and it just, 
and it carry on yeah. spinning. It carry on spinning. You could do all the tricks. It was a, it was like a it was like a light green one that used to light up and stuff. It was those, it. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you'd have people who suddenly became expert, yeah, yeah, yo-yo masters, <laughs> yeah, yo-yo masters, senses, <laughs> yeah. And it was before YouTube, so I could only imagine what would happen if a yo-yo craze took over now with social media where you could be sharing your trick of how to walk the dog. Oh, the walk dog. The <laughs> What's Union the one? Jack flag. What was the one where you um, put it Round into a triangle? Round the world as well, wasn't it? Yeah. And oh, that you, was a... Uh, uh, what was it? The... Oh, what was it? I can't remember. Like the pendulum swing or whatever. It, it was, yeah, that, it was through, the, the, through the triangle, wasn't it? Through the triangle or something like that, yeah. yeah. and round the world. Yeah. The, the Union Jack flag, I can still do that. Can Did you? it recently, yeah. Doesn't quite look as good... <laughs> Now, because I'm just like a six foot one, 17 stone guy flicking a yo-yo around thinking, cool. But the best was when you'd get someone who try, who would really try and show off, but they didn't quite get the flick, so it didn't spin and it came straight back up and would whack her in but the then face. You had, you had the person who used to cry at the end of, the end of when, whatever toy day or whatever you used to be able to bring it in on. They'd cry because someone would have a go on it and not it. And he'd just be like, oh, no, what have you done, Matty? <laughs> They'd just, uh, it'd be a cruel oh yeah just even like one that's so tight just a little bump yeah one so every one time strand, you threw it down yeah. it just bumped it and it, it didn't quite yeah, get the roll gone, on yeah it was gone okay round two um, I'm going to go for a toy craze that, okay. that lit up the nation and I, I don't know if they're still around I'd never hear of them Tamagotchis oh wow Tamagotchi. now I was never that into Tamagotchi because patience Patience is not my strong point, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, whereas I, people used to, I mean, I remember one time you, you were allowed to bring them in back in the day, back in the old late 90s. Yeah. And I remember I was, I was organizing a footy game at lunch, obviously, a huge game, always yeah, were. Always was. And then two of my main players were over with a group of girls looking after their Tamagotchis. I'm like, hey. <laughs> The mind. <laughs> what are you doing? Ah, oh, Tamagotchi, mate. We got World Cup <laughs> final here. You doing? Uh, I always remember being in year seven at, at uh, secondary school and having an RE lesson from the headmaster, who was like, oh, he was the most intimidating figure. And I remember halfway through the lesson, in complete silence, this little beep went like beep, and this kid just going. Oh no! It's time. <laughs> and then everyone was like, oh, and and this and he was like one of the early adopters of the Tamagotchi. He was known, and he'd had this one animal that would have been alive for so long. And during the RE lesson in front of the head teacher, yeah, he got sent out. He got in a bit of trouble for it, but yeah, he was absolutely wounded. Absolutely wounded. Classic. Right, I see your Tamagotchis, and I'm going to go for Pogs. Do you remember Pogs? I do. Circle, circular with like little gaps. Am I right? It could be, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. And you could just collect them and they were, you'd get Pogs about different things. Like you could get Pogs about, I'm sure you could get them about different superheroes. Like Star Wars and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And there was a game that went along with it, but I don't think I was ever really into the game. It was just more about collecting them. They became, they were sort of a bit like the footy stickers, you know, like panini stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could swap them and stuff like that. And I remember having like a... I do remember it, but... I always, it, a lever arch file full of them. Yeah, I, oh, I do remember that. I mean, I remember people bringing in full files. and But then you used to find them everywhere, though, didn't you? The, yeah. the, the, the gots. Got it, got it, got it. 
I'm going to go to to round it up. Something that maybe isn't, you know, only a few people might know, but I remember back in the day, about nine, it must have been 97, 98, something like that. They released these big shoe craze called Bull Boy Shoes. <laughs> and it was like new school shoes, but they were, I think they were like school shoes aimed at footballers. <laughs> and I always remember Gareth Southgate, obviously legend now. No, yeah, Southgate. yeah. But back in the day, you know, wasn't like the, he wasn't a Beckham, put it that yeah, way. Yeah. And he used to walk around like, I've got these bull boy shoes and I, <laughs> and I love the comfort as well as the drive. And then there was always that theme tune. And for some weird reason, whoever thought of it's a genius because it's been 18 plus years and it was bull boy shoes are what you need. Get the power on, on your feet. feet. Boy. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, if you bought a, if you bought a pair of bull boy shoes, you also got a ball and as a, well. And some cones. And I'm some sure there's some cones. Yeah. You got a little set. So I'm sure all the Clark, Clarks give it big on the ball boy shoes, did but they, they were gone within. I thought Clarks always did, uh, what were they called? Was it Seeker? It was Seeker, that was oh, their sports God. brand. Yeah. God. Do you remember that age where you got to it where you, you, your mum and dad would buy your Clark shoes because it was always known that they were the most. But then you got to that age where it's like, I ain't having Clarks. Clarks became. I mean, I, that was my first job at Clark's. That's the first job I ever got was at Clark's in the Trafford Centre. As soon as I finished my GCSEs, go and get a job. And that's where I ended up, just measuring people's feet. It was hanging. But there was that age where it became like, you got to have kickers. Kickers, yeah. Rock parts. Rock, I had a pair of Rock Fords. <laughs> and I always, I always used to think, like, because they looked good. But then I, always, I had that one mate who used to be like, they're not real. And i go, yeah, they are. They're real rock forts. <laughs> rock forts. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. But, so, yeah. Right. Last one. I'm going to go for... Um, nowadays, kids seem to be walking around with like Apple Watches. Back in my day, it was the candy... Um, watch the candy bracelets but then there was the candy, the, candy the watch and you had the well. watch face the big yeah. yellow watch face the big yellow watch like face 2300 on the, on the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the time. and then you just had the bracelet which was just full of those little bits of candy and then it became a real hazard in schools because you'd stretch it out stretch the, the elastic band out bite the candy in half yeah. pull it back and then let rip. Oh, I used to love doing and that. And you just used to get people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was an absolute, it was a potential eyes out job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah. but I'll tell you what, when you when you caught someone plumb, and it used to be nice <laughs> just to just to aim maybe at the backside, just to keep it out of any yeah, keep harm. It, yeah, yeah. But uh, great, great times. I mean, I remember pinging someone on the bull boy's shoes. They didn't feel a thing. <laughs> didn't feel a thing. <laughs> Bloody Southgate. <laughs> right, so that's the first... Uh, one that we're gonna well what we'll do is once we've posted this episode we'll get a poll up on the facebook page and you guys decide who wins uh this round and then if you want to make suggestions about what the next sort of theme might be let us know and we can bring that into um the first episode of the second season now the other feature that we want to do is um just randomly pick something from primary school so this is more sort of things you find in a primary school that you would not find anywhere else in the world, like unique things that, that you only find in primary schools and we sort of talk about them and, and, and that sort of thing. So the first 
one that I want to share, and then Adam can pick the next one, the next episode. Um, and this, I've never seen them anywhere other than a primary school. Are uh, wooden benches <laughs> that you find in the hall. Right, you know With the them, wooden bench. Yeah, the weird little flappy things on the side as well. <laughs> yeah, what, what are they? Oh, they're to join to the the gym equipment. Oh, of course, that's the one. But yeah, they just had a million and one purpose uses in school. I mean, the main one is when you're in year six and you get to sit them and sit on them in assemblies. Uh, the highlight of being in the year we- six. Yeah, so you know, you look back now and you're literally sat on a plank of wood, which is no more comfy than the the floor, really. But now it feels like Game of Thrones, <laughs> looking down on the peasants in five, four, three. Yeah, and you're just like, one day this will be you. <laughs> yeah, no, this um, is our time now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it'd be used for absolutely everything. So gymnastics, you'd, I mean, just only a couple of years ago, we had this uh, gymnastics specialist come in to do some of our gym lessons, and she spent half a term just getting kids to to do stuff on that bench, just like step up on it, step down on it. Make sure you're doing it in the right way. Um, but back in my day, it was just used as a balancing. You know, you just sort of walk up the bench if you weren't so good at PE. Then if you're really good at PE, you could turn the bench upside down and try oh, and walk. The thinny bit. On the, the <laughs> narrow bit. part. Yeah, yeah. good. Um, a crucial, but like you said, you never see them anywhere. Yeah, I've never seen them anywhere. You never see them anywhere. Yeah. So. Ooh. No. I was thinking church then, but they had them little... Uh, and kneeling things, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Not the same. <laughs> not the same. Unfortunately, not the same. Yeah. So that's a random thing that you only find in primary schools this week. And I really like that name. It's got a real <laughs> real ting to it. We're going to spend the summer thinking of catchy <laughs> names for these features. Random things you only find in <laughs> primary schools this week <laughs> with two Mr. P's. <laughs> I like that. We could go for that. Um, but again, if you have something that you think is random that you, you only find in a primary school, share it with us either on the website or on social media, on my Facebook page, Instagram, that sort of thing. So... Just before we finish, any other stories you want to share before we finish for the summer? Yeah, well, it, this was just coming at, about a week ago. So I was challenged with uh, presenting in front of our school governors, which I've never done before. Uh, I got asked to present um, about kind of my impact in the school and I was really confident. I was really looking forward to it. You know, I've met the governors before, really, really nice people. And I thought I'm going to go in there, I'm going to really kind of express how brilliant the year has been, et cetera, et cetera. So in the morning, I usually take spare clothes in because I'll go out for random stuff in the afternoon or when I'm out on lunchtime duty, I'll usually change into maybe, I usually change into trainers to be fair, but then quite a lot of the time I've been changing into t-shirt and shorts because of the weather. Yeah. But on that day, I wore nice, nice smart pants, a nice shirt and my shoes. And I thought, right. Uh, you know, I'm looking smart, nice yeah. and professional. Then I go out on lunchtime duty and I'm stood there and the year sixes and fives are playing a game of football, but there was a, a school trip, a choir thing where quite a lot of the players had gone. So it was about, I think it was, it was roughly around six year sixes against four year fives and the teams were quite uneven. So one of the kids was, oh, Mr. P, can you not play? So I'm looking round, no one's looking at me, but I'm looking round at the crowd. <laughs> and I thought, ah, you know, I can, I, 
can have a little kick around. I mean, when I join in, obviously, I go at walking pace. I'm not like barging kids over. It's not like a scene out of Kez. <laughs> I'm just like walking around, just like, yeah. So as a joke, I said, oh, you never know. I said, there's a, there's a star player warming up on the side. So I started roaming up, like, yeah. doing little drills, like joking. <laughs> and then I said, oh, the, the commentators are saying the next time the ball goes out. So the ball went out and I went with my whistle and I substitution and I was like coming on number nine so I ran on touched the floor did the sign of the cross really loving it anyway kid gets the ball at left back I'm obviously up top bagging and I went yes and he put up this ball and I just lift my right leg to control it and I just hear and I was just like you know I landed and there was just that moment where I thought what the hell was that? <laughs> and then I felt such a sudden draft. And my pants had ripped. Now, it was... It was the, the weirdest thing, because other staff in, in my old school and stuff had ripped the pants before, but it was kind of like maybe three centimetres. This was, this was a full 30 centimetre rip. A full rip from the bottom of the zipper right round to the so I don't know you know I thought I don't know whether it was a it looked like a scene out of The Greatest Showman I, I flew up Magic Mike um, yeah, yeah if you want it so so I, I and then worst thing was a kid had a go at me because the ball went out what are you doing sir I said hey I've got to go in so I ran in so you substituted yourself off <laughs> yeah I myself off going off number nine <laughs> So I ran into the building and I ran into the, the head's office because it was the closest office. And I said, oh my God. I said, I, I can't believe what's just happened. So my, my head's there and turned around and goes, what's up? And I went, look at my pants. So I shown her, obviously didn't show her what was inside, but you know, the rip and my head teacher. Uh, God, please say you were wearing decent underwear. It, luckily they were okay. They were all right. The day before, I'd wore Muppet ones, uh, Muppet uh, boxes because I do like I do like themed boxes. Uh, I find them funny. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I had you know I had a Tyrrell one uh, a few days before, but I had these Muppet ones, and to be fair, you know didn't have them on. I just had a solid black pair, right. crucial. Yeah. And then um, my head teacher just went, "Oh my god, you got Gubbins in an hour!" And I was just going. <gasps> Oh my god! And I, I just, and I die. I just went. Oh my! What am I going to do? I had no spare, nothing. So I had to go and find kind of like an old, like staff member's pair of shorts. <laughs> but obviously, I'm you know I'm a, I'm a bigger than your average guy, uh, and the yeah. shorts were were a tad tight. Yeah. So then <laughs> I'm stood in, I'm stood in there. I'm stood in the head's office, and I thought. I've got to make my way over it. <laughs> so I started to make my way out and don't the kids start walking in from lunch. And then one of them was like, ah, ah, well, we got shorts and your pants ripped. Your pants, we knew it. And I was going like, no, it didn't. It didn't rip. And I ran out like, um, oh, who was it? Do you remember when back in the day, is it Brian Robson got unveiled as the player manager at Middlesbrough? Oh yeah. And you know, when they take the photos yeah, because yeah. he was a player manager, they put a blazer and a shirt on his top half and then put shorts and socks <laughs> in his bottom half. Did you look like that? Well, I, I actually tucked my shirt into the shorts because you know, <laughs> I thought, professional. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, so exactly like that. 
So then, I'd not, I'm not joking, I've never seen my head teacher laugh so much. She was oh, crying. So then I had to go to my car and I was looking in the boot and I poured loads of stuff out, all the baby stuff for, for my little girl. And then I found a like little plastic bag of charity stuff that I'd never ended up dropping off at shelter. Yeah. And there was a pair of like old chinos which I was throwing out. Luckily, I squeezed into them. Looked a tad weird going into governors because <laughs> they were very, very, very... Well, what can I say? Not ironed. <laughs> very, very not ironed. So I walked in and luckily um, the head teacher had told the governors about the, uh, the, the horrific, incident. The horrific incident. And to be fair, I have to say what was brilliant about it was the kids were just laughing their heads off. And obviously I don't take myself too seriously, so I was finding it equally as funny. But it has made me think that maybe, you know, subbing myself on at such a key point in the game, <laughs> you know, with without without the kind of, shorts on is is potential disaster so it was not the most uh it was not the most smoothest end to the year yeah yeah i get to get new work pants so every cloud <laughs> every cloud <laughs> oh funny right so we'll wrap it up there guys um we just want to say again a massive massive thank you for all your support with this podcast um it's been what since april since we started so a few months and to have so many of you engage with it, enjoy it, and give us such positive feedback is absolutely incredible. So we are going to take the summer off now. We'll gather our thoughts, recharge our batteries like you should be doing as well. All we are going to ask for is if you can help spread the word with the podcast. So if you can share it with your friends, it don't have to be teachers, just anyone who you think will enjoy these stories about life in school. Um, do share it with them, and we'll be back in September. Get involved Get involved on the socials. Uh, take part in that poll. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Got it in there. And Appreciate we will see you back in September. Have a great summer, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs>